Welcome, welcome, welcome to the lab, to the lab, to the lab. Special guest, TC, creator of the Space Music Podcast. a certain tone when I open a brand new show. I mean, I would like to grab your attention. So here we are with a brand new podcast. It's right here. See? (laughs) This is how it works. If you've not been listening slash watching part one and part two of this series, I suggest you go and do that first and then come back and listen to the conclusion. Because today I'm going to guide you through the publishing process. What it takes before you can eventually uh, download, listen and read everything about a new podcast episode. Today is April 14 when I am recording. Not exactly sure when this will be online, but you will notice, you have noticed now, on several platforms and the social media, of course. And social media is a very, very important step in the publishing process but let's start at uh, the beginning what happens when I've recorded a show no more stress space music your relaxation channel (laughs) 
first off, um, I would like to thank those that have been listening and watching also on YouTube. Um, this series, part one and part two, it's, uh, it's available out there. It's on every platform. Mixcloud, YouTube, Patreon, Ambient Zone, iTunes. Take it easy now. Breathe in. And breathe out. Crazy times, huh? But the show must go on and I... I decided to sit down here in the studio and record this final part for you. Let me see. There's a lot of things necessary in order to uh, to publish a new podcast. After the show has been recorded, for example, I go and export the audio file, of course. That's a main file, a master file, a WAV file. And from the WAV file, I make several versions, MP3, AAC, AAC is the, uh, the enhanced audio file, more about it later. Um, and all these compressed files I import into iTunes on my Mac. Because I use iTunes to add the necessary ID3 tags. So the title, the album name, the genre, what uh, the show number, what edition it is. And of course, the artwork that I create in Photoshop for every individual show. When audio files are all set in iTunes, I go export them again. I create a folder and I put in all the audio files. I rename all the audio files. So... Eventually, the URL, the link to the audio file, is as simple as possible and as, as logical as possible. Now, all audio files will be uploaded to a podcast hosting service. So everything is up there and can be downloaded without any bandwidth limitations. Pretty fast download speeds as well, which is quite handy. But there's more. It's not only about audio files. As mentioned, we need the artwork. We need an info sheet in PDF format. We need a description for the show, a track list. Links in the tracklist, links in the info sheet to online stores and bandcamp pages. Special images, pop-ups for social media and sites. Any additional marketing material. Let's start with the artwork. For every single show, I create a separate PSD file, Photoshop file. I export in JPEG, several sizes, for several purposes. 
the info sheet created in pages containing the tracklist, published dates, shoutouts to software boosters, hardware boosters. Hey, the artwork is in there too. And of course, you want to go and buy the original music, so there must be links in the info sheet to the correct Bandcamp pages or online stores. All created within pages exported as PDF. I mentioned the AAC audio file. Now I use an old version of GarageBand on my Mac. I don't know why Apple decided to get the podcast thing out of GarageBand, but I'm using a very, very old version of GarageBand and I'm so happy it's still working. So I import the show WAV file. I add chapters and I copy-paste the artist names and track titles from the pages document. GarageBand export to AAC, import into iTunes, ID3 tags again, export from iTunes to the folder. Done. Now what's the show episode about? What's the title, the theme, what's going on? I create a plain text file, a description file. This can be used on on sites, on pages, on Facebook, on everywhere, so it's quite handy. And also it will be used to add into the RSS feed, so when you are listening via RSS, you can read the same show description in the RSS program. Aggregator. I hate the word. Podcast aggregator. There's also a plain tracklist file that I put in the same folder, um, which can be used on on several platforms as a matter of copy-paste to Mixcloud, Patreon, other destinations. So, to summarize this, there's a lot administering going on, text and link-like files, which can be used anywhere.
one of the best ways to listen to a podcast, at least that's my experience, to download and listen a podcast is by subscribing to an RSS feed. Now, I use Feeder as my application to organize all the feeds. I'm using this since 2006 or 7, maybe. It's a very handy app, a wonderful app, in which you can organize and maintain all your RSS feeds, all your seasons. And in our case, excuse me, it's, um, yeah, quite an amount of feeds. Um, for instance, at this moment, we're doing season 12. For space music, that is. And season 12 is five RSS feeds. It starts with the free available iTunes feed, the 96 kilobits per second feed. Then we have the basic feed, enhanced, non-stop, premium. So that's five feeds. On Ambient Zone we also have a scanner and the lab, two, two more feeds. And this is only season 12. Available online is season 1 till 11. And they all have separate feeds. So you can imagine, yeah. You need some good software to maintain your feeds. Software is not for free, but it's it's a good application. It's still being developed, still being updated. And season one of Space Music is still done on the Lipsyn server, so that's completely hosted and dis distributed by by them. And we still pay money for it, of course. And now that we talk money, uh, audio files are hosted on a podcast hosting service, which is definitely not for free. And our site is hosted on another service, another plan, which is definitely not for free. So yeah, if we talk money, uh, there's... there's a certain amount involved. Let me translate. There's a reason I always ask for. If, if you want to support this show, you know, I know there's free services out there, but trust me, after doing a podcast for 15 years, I know the ups and downs of certain podcast services and Important details, that is. And good things cost money. You're listening to the Space Music Podcast. Your number one electronica podcast.
ambient.zone website. A new membership platform was created at the beginning of 2019. Now many patrons have decided to switch over to this new platform. Many reasons for me why I developed my own membership platform. Mostly I wanted to be able and maintain the site myself. So I am managing all the content that you see there and I can adjust things for the best results. I create a new page for every single episode. Eventually you will see an entire overview of all episodes in a season. It's fast. You can click on a show and you get a page entirely dedicated to this new episode. There's an audio player there. You can stream the podcast. You can download your audio files. Depending on your membership level, you see exactly the audio files, the download links. There's a button for the track list. You can click the links, go to online Bandcamp pages. So, all the things I was talking about earlier, creating the text files, the info sheet, the track list, it can now be copy-pasted into the page. Most of the time this goes like 100% fluent, but no, let's say 95%. I need to adjust a couple of things. Nothing's perfect. So it's still a manual thing. Next, Patreon. New posts are created there for a new podcast episode, of course, and depending on your pledge level, you will find the basic file, the enhanced file, and so on. We set a time for publishing, a date, and Patreon sends out an email to patrons whenever there's new content available. For Ambient Zone, we need to set up our own email. So we use MailChimp. Copy, pasting and some adjustments so it's a nice looking email and you know when there's a new show out there. And all membership levels have their own contact group in MailChimp. To keep things transparent in the back end. So yes, I do know when you've opened up your email. And I do know when you are deleting your emails. But hey, I will not use it against you or something. So there's a show, there's an email, so you know about it, your notification, you start downloading, you press play, and you listen. Um, 
By the way, did I mention I listen to a new episode before I publish it? Not all the time, but yeah, software can have a life on its own, if that is the expression. I always listen to an episode before publishing it. Um, in the past, I've experienced a couple, couple of times, not too many times, but when things really got messed up somehow, um, I still don't know what exactly happened. And to be honest, things can go terribly wrong in the door. Uh, automation, for instance, is, well, can be a big enemy trying to ruin your party. Um, yeah, I have experienced a couple of times when I was downloading my own shows, listen to it, and somewhere in the show was this crazy change of the volume level, like the music fading out completely, having silence for two minutes, and then started to fade in again. <laughs> and I have no, still have not a clue what happened. But yeah, listen to your own shows before publishing. Always. That's my advice. A video promo for Space Music. Not all the times, not every show, but I've created quite a few of them. Um, it's, it's a matter of an extra day in the studio, so to speak. And sometimes it's just too much to do. Um, it depends on the production process that was going on during the creation of an episode. Um, sometimes I, I just I, I can't bear sitting in the studio anymore and there will be no video promo um, what I also notice and of course this depends on the the character of content you publish space music has always been like an audio thing and I know listeners are mostly are if not only interested in the audio. Video is something completely different and after publishing promotional videos for a podcast episode I looked at the views and I was like okay um, maybe this is not the most interesting part of a new episode. So yeah sometimes it's a good thing and lots of times it just happens, but it's not a necessary thing, I guess. I mean, why not go outside, sit in the sunshine and enjoy the music? See, it depends. It's not a strict line here. 
I think one of the most important parts of distributing your content is to inform the public on social media. Because these days, this is the way how we communicate, how we stay up to date. Whenever we want, we pick our time. So... We start up an app, we go to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and we see what's up there. So Ambient Zone is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And I make sure there's images posted, information about upcoming shows, and when a show is released, there will be posts, track lists, links... I also try to, to tag artists and more and more artists now have an Instagram account which I think as we speak April 2020 Instagram for musicians, for artists, for shows is even more important than let's say Facebook Instagram has a a certain vibe. And it's, I think, because of the very simple recipe. You post a picture and you say what you want to say. Whether it's in your storyline or in your feed. But it's... It's to the point. But maybe this is a personal thing. I mean, of course we post new announcements for shows on, on Facebook, but to be honest with you, man, the interface of Facebook, the, the way it works, the speed, it's slow, it's... I don't like Facebook. I really don't. But hey, everyone has a Facebook account. How do I reach everyone? Well, by posting stuff on Facebook. <laughs> it's the way it works. But I have my own personal preferences. to how we create space music the final part part three 
I'm TC, and I would like to thank you so much for listening, for supporting, for following us. If you're not a member yet, if you're not a patron yet, and you would like to support this station, well, yes, of course. Feel free to do so. Patreon.com slash Ambient Zone starts at only two bucks a month. Or, for the more professional sight, speed, experience, become a member. Ambient.zone slash members, or just go to ambient.zone slash connect, where you can read all about your options. Signing off. It's a bit strange to say bye-bye in my own lab series. We'll be back, of course. But thank you for listening to this series. I hope you've enjoyed it. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This was the lab. Thank you, TC.